Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, howdy doody, everybody. I'm so happy and I'm so excited that you're joining me today because I have a really exciting guest. My guest today is Deborah Eckerling, and Deborah is an author. She's a goal coach, and she's a founder of the Deb Method. And I'm going to just tell you, while I just mentioned that she's an author, a goal coach, and she's a founder of her Deb Method, she's that and so much more. Welcome to the show, Deborah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Marsha. I'm thrilled to be able to chat with you about my favorite subject. Me too. It's the best part of Monday. You know, the ramp up is some work, but once we sit down together in our social distancing homes, you know, people can't see us or you could be in your jammies and it just wouldn't matter. What does matter is that you have a great story to tell. And I am about collecting those kinds of stories about who my guests are and why they love what they do. So let's, since you've never been on my show before, I think it would be a great way to start by having you just introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us about yourself. Okay. Um, Well, I'm Deborah Eckerling, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Deb, and I have been helping people figure out what they want and how to get it for a long time. Uh, Years ago, I did events for Barnes & Noble, and whenever I needed to fill a calendar, I would just hang out in the cafe and talk to the different members of the community. And one day, someone came in and said, hey, Deb, will you start a writer support group? And I said, if you think people will show up, I'm happy to give it a try. And who knew that that would be the start of this career path for me? So I just, I've been very lucky um, because my book is like, you know, the journey, the road trip. And Uh I think everybody's life's like that. So I started leading these goal-setting groups. I moved to L.A. I started it up again. And then people started asking me to help them with their projects. Um, My background is in communications and project management. But I would lead these groups, and it was, okay, what did you accomplish? What are your goals for next time? And I've just always been really good at helping with plans, whether it's been through my groups, through business, through coaching. And everything just kind of really fell into place about a little over two years ago. Yeah, a little over two years ago, I rebranded my coaching as the Deaf Method, um, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that a lot more. Um, and it's really been exciting for me because, like I said, I've been doing this for years, but once I had this focus on, okay, this is what I'm meant to do, everything has fallen into place in a way that it never has before. So, like I said, I'm very fortunate. I have... I do coaching, I do speaking, got online communities, and I just I get to help people figure out what their joy is and make a plan to achieve it. It is so 
significant. And and everyone on all of my shows, Deb, um, people take away from it what is meaningful to them and how they can apply it. And a goal to um, a stay-at-home mom who is also working from home and is trying to figure out how to navigate Zoom with their children is just as much interested in setting goals as perhaps I am. I ha- that's all my conversation with my kids yesterday was all about goals, all about goals. And it was so joyful and it was so supportive. And it doesn't have to be intimidating. In fact, it can actually, you know, if you take the L off and put a D there, the word's gold. So um, am I right? No, that is that is not how you spell gold. Um, right, but, but, they're, but they're both four-letter words. They so sure there are. Go. There you have it, and they both start with the letter G. And because this is not one of those do-over shows where I'm pre-recording this and I'll, and I'll snip out the, the parts that I was like, oh, why did you say that? We're live. And, you know, that's okay, too, because if we aren't going to be genuine on this conversation, then what's the point? So I love it, mistakes and all. Did you grow up here in the Los Angeles area, or are you from another part of the country? I, I, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, so okay, Midwestern girl, mm-hmm. and I moved here a while ago, and, okay. and I just love it. I've always been like a California girl. Um, there you go. I, I love the energy. I mean, even now, I mean, it's sort of like, where do you need to live? <laughs> you could live anywhere. But mm-hmm. but I still like, you know, looking out the window and seeing the sunshine and the aura that is L.A. So I'm definitely, definitely born to live here. So there you go. <laughs> there you have it. So we, we've talked about your career. And I think what would be a great place to begin is let's talk about your goal coaching business. Uh, you mentioned that you were with Barnes and Nobles and it just happened. And it's interesting. I didn't certainly set out to do what I'm doing either. It, honestly, it just happened for me too. But you know when the fit is right. You know if it's too tight, too loose, or it's just right. And sometimes you have to loosen it up and sometimes you have to tighten it up. But either way, you know you're in the right zone. And I think you and I both um, would agree to that. So tell me about your business and how you how you made that a niche for, for goal setting. Well, the people who come to me are usually those who've been trying for months and in some cases years to, to figure out a passion project. I had one client who said for years he'd been trying to write his book, and we got it done in three months. You know, people will come to me because – they have a problem, and usually that problem is, I want to do this. Where do I find the time? How do I plan it out? So I work like a, a fitness trainer. We come up with what are your goals for, for your workout, uh, what are you looking to accomplish, and then we break it down, and then we'll talk every week, every other week, and whether it's a book or blog or starting. Um, I've got two clients right now that are starting online businesses that are like solutions to what's going on right now. And I think even though things are a little a little or a lot nutty right now, <laughs> it really is the perfect opportunity to say, I've always wanted to do this. What do I need to do to make it happen? So I'm like the solution to that. I, you or are. alternatively, 
Um, if someone's like, okay, I love this, 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 and this, well, they can either read my book, Your Goal Guide, or they can, you know, do a session with me. We throw everything on the table and say, okay, figure out what they're most drawn to and what they need to be working on to bring them to their happy place. What What is the thing that they love and how do they manifest it? And it could be, like you said before, so many people are having trouble balancing this new um, educator from home, even though the kids are doing school online, with doing their work. And, and it's a challenge. All these challenges, they're, they're also like, they're a gift. Okay, I have to do this now. What do I need to adjust to my life to make it happen? And what are the cool things I can bring into my life because of all the changes that are going around? Right. That's 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 really that that that's that that needs to not be overstated, frankly. And we're going to talk a little bit about the problems that people have. But I love what you said about the challenges are gifts. We really can look at them as challenges, and the 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 sooner we kind of get to that different mindset and manifest, you know, um, I would agree with you. I just I just have to throw this in here because I, I I don't remember knowing this about you, but but just some of your terminology makes me think this, and that is, um, do you practice yoga and meditation? You know, I do. That's really funny because the first part, I'm jumping ahead. The first oh, part of everything, you know, is before you even get into the Deb method, you have to think about your Goaltopia, which is right. a happy place where you're living the life you want, living your dreams. Well, how do you figure that out? meditation, visualization. Uh, now, I did yoga for many years. Now I do, back when, you know, you would go out in public, I'd go to sound healing once or twice a month because I loved how that would refresh me. Mm-hmm. Um, and every now and then I'll do a yoga something or other. But I also like dance. For me, that's mm. my best meditation. Nice. And I think that's... Nice. I think that's... That's the thing about meditation. It's what is the thing that brings you to your happy place that allows the thoughts to run free. Oh, I love that, Deb. This is going to be such a fun show. So I know we jumped ahead, and now we're going to we're going to just play like hopscotch and go back to the beginning, square one. Totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Oh my gosh, when was the last time we played hopscotch? Okay, so why do you think that For goal me, setting a while? Yeah. Uh, me too. Um, why do you think that goal setting is so important? What, what, what's the, what's the, how would you de- um, define goal setting? Well, goal setting is important because if you don't know what you want, you're not going to get it. I mean, it's simple. What is it? A goal is a dream with a plan. I forgot who said it. But that's basically it. You, we're all in these, and what's really funny is my book, it came out in January. So the intention for me writing the book is everybody should have something in their life that they love. If they don't like their job, how do you make a plan for a new job? Or how do you start a side hustle? What do you need to incorporate into your life to make it better so that good will kind of leak 
into the rest of your life. And that's what goals are for. It's like, okay, when I think about this life that I want, what does it look like? Okay, got that covered. Now how do I get there? And that's, if you don't have goals, you're never going to have that. You're just going to be in your rut. You're going to say, okay, this is my life. And believe me, I know plenty of people who are more than happy to not change and be miserable. And, you know, that's on them. That's up to them. But Mm -hmm. if you really want to be happy and you're not, you have complete control over that. Right. It is a mindset, that, isn't that it? That is why we set goals. Mm-hmm. That you know, I for and this reminds me, I dated this guy for for a couple of years, and he was convinced he got in the wrong line. And <laughs> this is the way that his life was going to be. And can you imagine? Can you guess why that didn't work out? I mean, <laughs> here's Miss Optimist, and Mister got in the wrong line. I mean, oh, come on. But but it's true. You when you face change, whether it's by choice or by circumstance, you have two choices. You can accept it and be miserable, or be in pain, or be challenged, or whatever. And and I am not trying to downplay what a lot of people are going through right now. If you no, need some time that. to absorb what's going on, and good for you. You know you have to get to that point, or you can view change as both you and I do as an opportunity and okay, my life is different. What does that mean? What are the goals I need to set? So I get to that life that I want. And I'll, I'll give you a really good example. Sure. Okay. So I mentioned a little over two years ago, I decided to rebrand myself as the dev method. Um, but I didn't tell you why. And what had happened, I do communications work. And my main client decided they were going to outsource the work they were giving to me. And I took that as an omen that this was the time to embrace my passion for goal setting, to really commit to this path. And not long after that, I met an agent who said, where's your book proposal? Um, this is a really good mainstream idea. I was planning to self-publish. Um, sent him the proposal. I think he called me like two hours later. When can we meet? Um, long story short, the end of that year, so the end of 2018, my book proposal landed in the hands of Mango Publishing, which became my publisher. Um, my book came out in January, and like I said, two months before everybody's life changed. I mean, if you right. think about all the things that had to happen, for my book to come out right before all this ISO and rebooting of goals and lives, it's just mind-blowing. It is. Things happen for... You bet they do. And, you know, yogis would call that Mm -hmm. synchro destiny. And And I would agree that things really do happen for a reason. Sometimes those reasons seem apparent. Sometimes... They are absolutely clouded behind any kind of reason you would have ever imagined. I certainly didn't expect to be where I am today by what my lifestyle is. And things happen to all of us. And clearly, this isolation that you mentioned, um, who would have ever thought, you know, I, 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 I love words. I love talking. 
you love writing, you also are an enormously terrific communicator. And when when we were approaching the end of 2019 and we saw that 2020 was this incoming year and people set goals for the new year and blah, 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 I'm thinking, dang, 2020, isn't that the vision we all want when we go to the eye doctor? We want a 2020 vision. Who could have ever, and I talk, I wrote about that, who could have ever visioned, had a vision of the year that we've all been living, all with our own different unique stories? Some people live alone. Some people don't. Some people are in pods. Some people are in all different lifestyles. But I, I jokingly say, Deb, you know, Zoom to me was something I did with my camera. You know, I love to Zoom in on a pelican somewhere. Who knew that Zoom is what I do to talk with my son and daughter-in-law in Tucson every week because we can see one another. So we've had to adapt a lot, and I think that that goes along with – I love what you say in your tagline when you say the Deb method, and we're going to talk about what D, the E, the B means. But underneath that tagline you say, Goal Setting Simplified. If it's going to be complicated, depending upon who your client is, they're going to drop out because that's what happens. Right. So it's going to happen. So you used the term, which I really liked just a few moments ago, called Topia. What is Goaltopia? What does that mean? Well, what does it mean to you? It sounds to me like you're living your Goaltopia, right? (laughs) I am. I am. I, I would say that I am more than I even realized, frankly. What does it mean so to you? Well, Goaltopia is living the life that you want and living the goals that you set. It, it's. It's. I. When I was writing my book, I was looking for a term for that happy place, and it didn't exist, so I made one up. Hmm. But. As I said before, I think everybody should be happy and everybody has their own definition of what that perfect life is. And it can be, and I go through the the four goal paths in the book. So it's um, new career or new career path or new position in your career, um, starting or building a business, become a known expert or work-life balance. And usually it's more than one of those goals. I mean, Everybody needs, everybody's getting a little bit of forced work-life balance now, but the work-life balance in concert with the thing that you love, that you want to be known for. So what is that Goaltopia? Are you the, the president of your own company or are you the CEO of a Fortune 500 company? Do you want to be a mover and a shaker in your own business or to bring a, someone else's business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out there by writing a book or doing a podcast or whatever? What is that life when you close your eyes and you think about the future? What does that look like? And that is Goaltopia. I love that. I I think that, and you know, it's really funny. At one point, I if you were to see my desktop um page you'd say holy cow is there any room for anything but folders there and i actually have a folder called my happy place which is it's it's really interesting and everybody's happy place is somewhere is is where it is to them and your happy place last year 
it may be a different happy place this year. You, you, you know, we are always evolving should we choose to. Not everybody chooses to, and that's fine. I, I, one thing you, we talk about in yoga is not to be judgmental, and clearly if there's anything I work on, it's applying that non-judgmental stuff to myself because I'm pretty self-critical. But it's it's interesting, and, and goals can certainly change too. But when you talk with somebody that's an expert and has a vision of how to move you through the process, which is what you do, that's what I find so appealing. Let's talk about your DEB method. And I love the way your website looks. And I'll just I'll let people know that if if you are listening and you're thinking, gosh, you know what, she keeps talking about her website. It's really simple, you guys. It's just plain the Deb, D-E-B, method.com. And if you go there, you will see all kinds of things about this beautiful woman. And let's talk about Let's talk about the DEB method and which, what each of these, the D, the E, and the B stands for. Well, first of all, you are yes. so sweet. I can't thank Aww. you enough for your kind words. Aww. I really have to tell you, this is just lovely. Okay. Thank you. And now I will answer your question. <laughs> uh, and, and I love what you, what you pulled out before, the goal setting simplified. And I'll talk about that a little bit more when we go into missions and mottos. But I figure changing your life is going to be challenging enough. The instructions for how to do it shouldn't be. So Mm -hmm. everything that I express is really in the simplest form. So DEB stands for determine your mission, explore your options, brainstorm your path. And it's the three phases that will really hone you in on what it is you want so you can make a plan, and then you can go after it. Hmm. So, the, the and with, <laughs> I usually do this in two hours. Let me see if I can really shorten it. So the, the cliff notes. <laughs> the cliff notes. Um, I I did a Goaltopia vision board workshop the other day, and I think I did, I did like a five minute lead up into the dev method, but let's see if I could do a okay. little shorter than that. So determine your mission. It, it starts with the visualization. When you look at the life you want, what does that mean? And if you need to take time to journal it, meditate, let your mind wander, that's fine. That's perfect. But I do believe deep down, we all know what we want. We just don't think we can have it. So we, you know, settle for something reasonable. And now when all bets are off, I think everybody has a little extra time to work towards their Goaltopia. And so you start with that visualization. Once you do that, you want to write your current bio. So you're taking an inventory of where you are at. Then you do your future bio. So where you're at, where you want to be going. And from there, you can write your mission statement. So what is it? What do you do? What makes you unique? What do you love? But not only that, uh, what do you want to do and how does it help others? So the mission statement combines your unique gifts and what they do for other people goes to your purpose, your being. So my mission is to help as many people as possible figure out what they want and how to get it through my workshops, my book, my online support. And then from there, you put it into a motto and my motto is goal setting simplified. So everything I create is done with that in mind. 
So once you have your mission determined, okay, this is what I want to create, then you can go into explore your options because there's so many different ways in which you can live your mission. So explore your options is more like the research phase. So you start with doing some journaling, some thinking, get some ideas down there, and then you can research them. Okay, let's say I want to write a book, start a blog, start a podcast, or become a keynote speaker. Well, all four of those paths are going down with it a whole bunch of different options and opportunities, and you need the information. So you're exploring your options. You see what different things would take. Or let's say you need, you're trying to decide if you want a new job or a new career. So you're exploring the different things that you love, doing informational interviews, figuring out what you need to know to pursue any one of these paths. So explore your options is the research phase, and at the end of it, you have that destination in mind, and then it brings you to be brainstorm your path, and that's really laying everything out there. What do you need to do to go from point A to point Z? And that's your short-term goals, your long-term goals. And this is also important to do personal and professional goals because they work together. So you do the things that make you happy in your personal life, your professional life is going to be better. You're out and networking and being around more people in your professional life, well, that's going to improve your interpersonal skills. So everything really works together brainstorm everything, divide it out, make a plan, set that line, boom, you set on your journey. All right. So let me ask you a couple questions about this. Because really, I've been talking about goals with my family and myself for this whole month of August. Lots of things have happened in my podcast experience in this particular month. I was a milestone month uh, on Facebook and I just it's just it's just the universe is just smiling right now. But what I have found to be the most challenging for me is it's really hard to brainstorm for me with myself. I can interview myself and I can ask myself, "Okay, so what are your goals?" Have you achieved your goals? Mom, mom, you just told me what your goals are. Are you acknowledging that you are achieving those goals that you just told me about? I went, whoa, that was yesterday's gift from my son. And I thought, but how do you, what's next? And how do you explore those options, like you said, in the research? But what do you advise somebody? Is brainstorming why people come to you, Deb, and say, hey, I need to brainstorm. Is that one of the services that you would provide to somebody like me that's wondering wondering how to brainstorm to myself? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I really help people with every every point in the process. So whether okay. they have too many goals and they need to sort of whittle it down to like mm-hmm. their alpha and their beta, what their primary goals are, or if they have a, a product they want to launch or a service they want to launch, or let's say they want to start a blog, but they have so many interests 
they have no idea how to like zero in or even um and it's it's very funny the two clients I mentioned earlier are both working on solutions for for kids and their families during this time when there's only togetherness at home and in both situations one she started with an idea was focused on adults and then she came to oh but it will work really well for kids the other was looking to put together like a seven week long camp and then we whittled it down to like a one week service so it's taking the overwhelming big idea and giving it some form of structure so my clients can make it happen. And, and what we do is, so we'll meet for an hour and we'll figure out what the challenge is and then we'll talk every week or every other week and that's for the troubleshooting and the brainstorming and the next step and dealing with the roadblocks and dealing with the, hey, did you do this yet? I, I, have, I had a client this morning we were supposed to talk and she texted me and she said, I need another hour, Deb. <laughs> so, Sometimes it's just having that deadline because she she's had this she was stuck on this thing she had to get done, but she knew that if I was calling her, if she wasn't done by the time we were supposed to speak, she at least better be working on it. Very so very motivating when you have when you have someone like checking in on you and checking up on you and saying, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you can't get this done but maybe you can do this piece first. And once that piece is done first, everything else can fall into place. So, yeah, I'm like the personal project manager who takes the stuff out of your head, puts it into mine, and gives (laughs) you a plan. I love that. I, 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 you know, I, I, I want to tell you the vision I just had. So people go into therapy for a lot of reasons. I I hear you as, you know, the goal-setting therapist, like, okay, let's get started. You're not going to come into my office because we're not doing that. You're not going to be, you know, sitting, laying on the couch because we're not going to be doing that. But we do have opportunities in a multiple different formats in which we can be in communication. And it sounds like what you are is like a fisherman you're, or fisherwoman. You're, you've got your, your, your reel, you're casting it out, and you're hooking on to my thoughts, and you're just bringing it in to a smaller bubble. Because right now, Marsha, I'm looking at your hand and your spokes are everywhere. Can we just kind of hone it in just a little bit? Here is my assignment for you. I mean, I, I can see where people that do what I do or what other people do in their, in their careers, I can see where this method is so applicable, that's the word that you can say, but I can see where people could apply that to whatever it is they're doing, whether, like you say, maybe people really are writing their books right now. Maybe people, maybe people love photography like I do when they find themselves in community with other people. Well, gee, how do you go about doing that? I happen to personally love your Facebook page, and I love what you do by just asking a question each day that allows those of us that are in your group, and it certainly isn't selective, anyone can be in it, 
I love what you do. I, I, I just love what you mean and what you stand for, Deb. I, I just think it's it's fabulous. And I know that I, I have an intention of what I want to ask you, but I, I keep making this personal about me because I resonate so much with what it is you do and the value that you offer. It's just it's just fabulous. You mentioned before that you had a mission and a motto. Do you want to share what that is? Well, just to get a little bit, just a little more in detail, it's really the value of it is so you have your compass. So you like talking to people, you like sharing their stories to inform yourself and the world at large, right? Mm -hmm. And the mission to entertain and inform is wonderful because especially now people need that. And your your motto is your three C's. So we don't even right. have to do do the, this exercise with you. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, if other oper- – so this is – your mission is to tell people stories. And let's say you get an opportunity that's like out of left field. And they're saying, Marsha, we really want you to go – oh, gosh, I don't even know what's out of left field for you um, – Marsha, we really need you to go, oh, I got it, sit in the basement of this archival office and do research and Ugh. not talk to anybody, but just dig through it and you can, and then share those stories. And you're like, but my mission is to talk to people and share their stories. There's yeah. going to be no value to me or to <laughs> others if I put myself in a situation where the people I'm talking to our, our journals and notebooks. No. It is <laughs> no, that ain't going to work. <laughs> exactly. It, it is outside of the realm of what you do and what you love. So anybody who's trying to find their way, stumble or plan or whatever to their goals, if they have their motto in mind, that's the gauge for when opportunities come your way so you know whether you should say yes or no. So if someone says... Um, hey, Marsha, do you want to speak to a bunch of, I'm using this example because you just gave it to me. Do you want to go talk to a bunch of fishermen about your show? You could say, (laughs) well, they're not really my listeners, so I'm going to have to pass, but thank you. But Mm -hmm. if if you always wanted to learn how to fish and you think you would get something else going to speak to a group of fishermen, then it fits with your your personal goals. So do you see how that when opportunities yes. come your way, you can look at it through the lens of your motto and decide if it gets a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down? It's so I, – I, you and I could probably spend the weekend together talking about things like this. I, I, before I was on the radio, I was blogging for a year and a half practically, three days a week. And I'm really not a writer. I'm really a speaker. So I had to try and put my voice on on paper. And I remember I wrote a blog once called Eyes Wide Open. And um, while we can't see each other's smiles today because our masks cover those smiles, which is unfortunate, we can certainly lift our eyebrows that, that express ourselves. We can certainly show a twinkle in our eyes if indeed there's one there. But I do... I'm observant, and my eyes wide open 
you know, you mentioned the fishermen. No, I really don't want to learn to fish. However, when I go down to the docks down there in Marina del Rey and there's all those fishermen there, I might start talking to them about what are you catching and what kind of a bird is that on the line and what do you, are those seals going to get in the way of your line. And the next thing you know, I'm into a deep conversation with some guy that has a nonprofit. And, you know, there, there we are. So, you know, I, I like to keep my options open, which is sometimes a bit confusing for me. But it's just kind of how my mind works. And um, I, I, just, I just love what it is you do and, and um, adapting this sort of goal-setting productivity. I just, I just, I do think it's, it's terrific. And now is really a good time for this, don't you think, Deb? More than ever. Well, yes, because <laughs> as I mentioned before, even though we're we're fraught with challenges, you know, we're we're. I think we went from sheltering at home to safer at home to like kind of a little hybrid. Like if you don't have to go anywhere, don't go anywhere because people are, are quote unquote stuck at home. doesn't have to be stuck. You could think of something like um, if you used to commute to work, what was your commute? Oh, your commute was a half an hour round trip. Well, isn't that wonderful? You now have, two and a half extra hours during the week where you used to be in your car. What can you do with that time now to build something for your future? Right. You hear that or, so much, huh? Especially if you live in Los Angeles where you're lucky if it's a half an hour commute, right? Well, yes. Well, I, I, I'm one of the lucky ones who was working from home before all this happened. Got it. But... It, it, it's definitely, and I've worked from home for, for several years, mm-hmm. but the adjustment of work from going to work in an office to working from home is a challenge if you're not used to it. If you don't have socialization built into your day, you can't stare at a computer all day and, no. and be productive unless you're you or me and you're talking <laughs> to people for part of the day. But mm-hmm. Because there are so many changes going on, and it's sad that people are losing their jobs, but okay, you've lost your job. Well, why don't you look at it as an opportunity to either find something else you love to do, find a better company, or maybe even just start a side business while you're looking for a job. You have, it feels like you, and especially when it feels like you have no options, you have so many options. You just need to take the time to say, okay, what makes sense for me? What do I want? And more importantly, what am I passionate about? Because if you choose something you're passionate about, and even if it's just for an hour a week that you're building something that makes you happy, first of all, it could build into something huge because you're so enthusiastic about it. But the other part is if you're spending time during the week doing something that makes you happy, that's going to leak into the rest of your life. I agree. You're going to take that joy and you're going to be happy about things and it's going to impact your approach to everything else that you are doing. So why wouldn't you say, okay, this sucks, but what can I do to make what's going on not suck? How can I embrace this change and do something and create something for me, for my family, for whomever? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting um, how people 
um, use social media, and I, I certainly want to talk about that and networking. But with so many people home now and with so many restaurants unavailable, it's really interesting how much meal planning, cooking, those kinds of blogs are just everywhere right now. You're a vegan, you're a vegetarian, you're plant-based, you're not plant-based, all you want to eat is pasta every day, whatever. You don't eat breakfast now, what are you supposed to do? There is a lot out there for people to do when you when you talked about researching you know maybe maybe the reality is is maybe your side hustle really is you love to cook and what if you were to start a business where people were following you and now they want your recipe i mean i'm just thinking off the top of my head you know about what people might enjoy and and that's that's a possibility. You just never know where an idea comes from, right? It, sometimes it just comes from sitting in some silence and letting your mind just be restful and letting it just sort of come in. I don't know. Yes. The the other thing I like that helps people figure out what they should focus on is a technique I call directed journaling. And basically you're, you're Say that again. It's called what? For, I'm sorry, Deb. Deb, let me interrupt you. What is it called? I didn't get the full term. It's directed journaling. Oh, got it. Directed journaling. Thank you. Okay, go right ahead. Okay, sorry. Okay, so basically what you're doing is you're scheduling three, four, five, 15-minute sessions with yourself that you're just answering a simple question. And it could be, what do I want? Or what do I want to write this book about? Or what kind of a job should I pursue? Or what career interests me? And the idea is, first of all, you just want to limit it to like one or two questions focused on a certain area. And you just do these brainstorming, free-thinking exercises. And like I said, you want to do it three, four, five times. But the trick is do not read any of your journal entries until after you've completed this exercise. Because what's going to happen is you're going to read through it and you're going to find common themes. You're going to find that you mentioned that food blog like 17 times. And you thought you wanted to do a podcast, but you only mentioned that twice. So the different things that that really interest you, that's what's going to come out. And when you allow your mind to play, to wander, to just kind of get out there, you're opening yourself up to a world of possibilities. And then when you go look, you're going to know what you want to pursue because it's right there in front of you. Wow. That was so brilliant, including don't go and read it. So don't. you better have some kind of a notebook that when you've written whatever, what do I want, and you spend that, you do that three or four times a day, you just turn the page so that when you go back to that and you say, what do you want at the top? And maybe the way you would do it, I'm thinking about how I would do it. I'd have this notebook and I would say, what do I want? And maybe I'd have that written on four pieces of paper or five pieces of paper. And as soon as I answered it the first time, because you said three, four, five times a day, turn it. Don't go, don't go oh, what did I say? The la- No, no, don't do that. No. No, you're not wow. allowed to look. It's against the wow. rules. Wow, that's that is so cool. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, I knew this was going to happen. Um, I, I I knew this was going to happen. So let let me let me try and 
bring this back in because truly this could have been a two-hour show. I know that you think that networking is really important. You really do believe that that is key here, don't you? Well, networking is key because you cannot reach your goals on your own. You need other resources. You need other people know things. Um, Whether and and I love LinkedIn in particular because you know you know back in the days when we met people in real life and now we just meet them in online life. The best way to connect with people after you meet is to go on LinkedIn because it's a very strong professional network. And once you meet people and then you, oh, hi, it's me. We met at the other. It was great meeting you at the blah. Let's connect. And then you continue those conversations and develop those relationships. And someday you might have a question for that person or you might have a solution for them. So you need to really continue to Use your network, and I always say everybody should be on LinkedIn and then whatever other networks they're comfortable on. I mean, you can try and do everything. I don't know that that's necessarily the most productive use of your time, but LinkedIn is the one that everybody in business, if they're not on, should be on. And the idea is you're using your LinkedIn profile, you're using to share who, who you are as a resource. So you can help others, but also see how other people can help you. And a lot of times the people that you meet aren't necessarily your customers or clients or prospects, but everybody has their own tribe. Everybody has their own information and connections. So the more people you meet and communicate with, the more of a wealth of information and opportunity is out there. I agree. For you and for them. Absolutely. And if those of you listening haven't updated your profile lately, like me, and I realize, oh, my God, this is so outdated, I recommend that you go and update your profile because that will also generate more interest. And speaking of how we generate interest, uh, I mean, you and I are both you know, social media people, so how does social media tie into all of this? Oh, well, it, it's really the the same way that the LinkedIn goals and social media ties in. You know, you want to find your people. You want to find not only the platform that your audience, your fans, your clients, your prospects are at, but ones that you're comfortable in. And so you want to think, like, you love to talk, so a podcast is perfect for you, and you write you write blurbs and you use that and you share on social to bring people uh, to your show and vice versa. Um, I know you, you on my Write On Online Facebook page, in my, I have a Write On Online Facebook page, which is really for setting and reporting on goals and sharing resources. And then my group, which you mentioned earlier, also Write On Online, there's a daily thread for people to, that's a conversation starter. So it's, what are your networking goals for the week of Monday, goals Tuesday, blog share day Wednesday, uh, toot your horn Thursday, photo Friday, weekend plans. So every day there's a conversation starter. So if you find your groups, places that you're communicating on a regular basis, you're going to make friends there too. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I, I love what you ask. Yes. And so for people that 
that and and I'll make sure that I get this information in my my follow up but for people that are listening and thinking what the heck is she talking about tell them specifically how they could find that on Facebook Okay well if you're looking at me uh, looking for me on Facebook you can go to facebook.com/groups/writeonline but I also have a Facebook page for Write on Online and for The Dub Method. So facebook.com slash The Dub Method. You'll see whenever I'm doing a workshop or a speaking or I have a show, that's always on there. And then people who are reading my book, I also have a Facebook group for your goal guide, which is facebook.com slash group slash your goal guide. So people are working through the book can share their progress and ask questions. So that's where to find me on Facebook. Um, on LinkedIn, it's linkedin.com slash in slash coast bunny or just look me up by name. I should also mention that on Wednesday the 26th, I'm participating in Agora Pulse's Social Pulse Summit. They are doing a full day of LinkedIn. Hmm. And I... I think I, I sent you the link. I'll send it to you again. All the content's going to be up for a month. My session is on LinkedIn goals, basically applying the dev method to using LinkedIn. Nice. Um, and then I'm also leading a table talk on goals afterwards. But all the speakers are just it's, – it's such an amazing group. I can't begin to tell you. It's all different aspects. If you want to do video – there's a session on video. If you want to network better, there's networking. I mean, I think it's 27 sessions and two live keynotes. And it's if you have any curiosity about LinkedIn, just check it out. Yeah, that's great. I'll make sure that that I include that in this follow-up, Deb, so we'll make sure that I have that clearly stated and, and I'll hyperlink that um, for people that are not taking notes. I know that you Thank talked you. a little bit of, yeah, well, because, you know, why not? I mean, somebody might be listening and saying, gosh, you know what, I've been thinking about doing LinkedIn for so long, but it's not intuitive or I'm not quite sure how to do this. I know for myself, I I I will hyperlink this show onto LinkedIn when we're done, and and so those people that that are my connections on LinkedIn will have an opportunity um, to to hear it. Uh, I think it's important. I think you know, we, obviously, if if you want to work in the solitude, then you don't need all of these networking social media platforms. But if you really want to share, then why not? And you offer. You offer a lot of other services as well on your in your company, do you not? Um, yes. Basically, it's what do you want to use my brain for? I can help you. No, my, <laughs> that's pretty good. I well, like that. Well, no. So I have the book. So if you go to yourgoalguidebook.com, that'll take you to the Amazon page for my book, and then. Um, if you go to the devmethod.com, I do, as you mentioned before, goal coaching. So if someone is completely lost as what to do next and needs to hone in on a plan, we can do that. Or if someone has a project that they need help, they need uh, a freelance project manager to kind of guide them, I can do that. Or any any combination of both of them. My my specialties are content-related projects. So 
writing a book, starting a blog, book proposals, social media, networking, uh, starting a course, just anything that involves someone taking their expertise and figuring out the best way to share it with the world. But I also do coaching on things like networking and creativity and brainstorming. And, oh, and I lead workshops and do speaking on those as well. Oh, that's because there's just not enough. So there's only 24 hours in a day, and I think you, you must sleep. Oh, my God. Oh, but uh, let I, me I, ask I, you this. Go ahead, please. Okay. No, it's, it, and then, as you mentioned before, I've got my communities, um, the Write On Online, and you can also find me on Twitter as both Write On Online and the Dev Method, and I also lead a Twitter chat called Goal Chat Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific, where it's, it's a Twitter chat. People check in on their goals and set new ones, and then we talk about a special topic. And then the next day on Monday at 4 p.m., I do Gold Chat Live on the Mango Publishing Facebook page that continues the conversation with an expert. So there's all sorts of resources out there, but then when people are really ready to get down to business and make a plan, they know where to find me, and I can help. I just I love it. You're definitely not hiding under a rock. You're out there. If somebody, if you, if I was to say to you, could you name a couple of your favorite? What What would you say? Okay. Well, first of all, the journaling is a productivity tip, but it will help you focus so you know what you want to be productive about. So that's my number one favorite thing. Um, the other thing I love. Um, is the to-do list. Yep. So you want to start your week. I usually do mine on Sunday, and I will brainstorm everything that needs to get done that week, and then I'll divide it out by categories, either by clients or usually it's one category is clients, one category is projects, and then stuff for the book and workshops and outreach. So I'll divide those all in, and you put in your personal goals as well. So I've got this big list, and then I will type it into my calendar so I have a tracking document of everything that I'm doing that week. Then you take your to-do list and make appointments throughout the week for all the stuff you just wrote down because if it's in there, you're going to do it. If you leave it to your head, it's not as likely, which really boils down to why I do what I do is there might be some people who figure things out in their head and do it really well. Most people need that plan in order to be successful. So you make your list, set appointments, and treat the appointments for your personal projects with as much value as you, keep, as you do in esteem as you do appointments with other people. You wouldn't cancel on your boss at the last minute, so why would you cancel on yourself? Right. Yeah, it's, I, I, I find this in so many ways so reassuring. I know that some days I just call it a me day, and then I realize, mm-hmm. that what am I doing on my me day? Well, I did my, my Zoom yoga class. That's fine. But you ended up doing all these other things, and it's like, well, that looks like work to me. And then I said to myself, but you know what? Because I took the time to do this now, this helps me 
as the week goes on because now I don't have to do it. It's done and it's complete and I have the satisfaction of it being complete. Well, that might not be, you know, like, you know, doing deep breathing and opening up my chest space for my lungs. You know, it it still feels sometimes like um, a gift to myself. And because we both live in such a beautiful of the city, you know, even if it just means going outside and you end up meeting your neighbors and you don't even know who they are, but you remember the dog's name is Toby because you saw the dog last week, but you don't know what Toby's mom's name is, but you remember Toby is a really cute dog. You know, I I think that there needs to be balance and that uncertainty of where we live just has to be balanced out by that that other aspect in our life of being in our happy place, you know, truly. And everybody's happy place has to be defined on themselves. For people like me that love sports, oh, my God, we're we're happy people. We've got our sports back. You know, if, if people like murder mysteries on TV, well, maybe they do that. Or if people are reading their favorite book, maybe they do that. Whatever it is, we do need to know what makes us happy in our happy place. I, I I so subscribe to what you're saying about that. I think it makes just total sense. So out of curiosity, with with all that is happening right now, um, what's up next for you? Do you have do you have something in the works for yourself? I always have. I think the <laughs> Hollywood term is. Multiple projects at various stages of development. Yes, yes. I expected that yeah, answer. I, I, so what do you got going? <laughs> well, well I, I have a few things that, that I am brewing, and mm-hmm. you're just going to have to, to follow me okay. to see what, what they are. But, okay. but I've, I'm always up to something. I, and I have um, I have my own passion projects that, that are clamoring for me for attention. But... The, the thing that I'm working on the most right now is to just do as much speaking as I can, as much media as I can, go in workshops for organizations just to help as many people as possible find that frame of mind that they need to get through this because that's really, you know, we all we all have our purpose in life and mine is clearly to, to be like, the the goal whisperer or whatever I'm calling myself. Right, right, right. I um, love but, that. <laughs> but but I think especially now with all the change that's coming and the other thing that I've noticed and you mentioned this earlier is now people are saying, okay, things aren't changing back so quickly, and now they're ready to set goals. Mm-hmm. So. If the, as long as people are finally accepting what's going on, I want to be out there and leading as best I can to help people make the most of this situation. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, I forgot that um, we're both connected to the chamber, aren't we? Oh, we are. It, uh, I have been doing my goal-setting workshop for the LAX Coastal Chamber for oh my gosh. five or six years. Yes. Wow, that's and, right. Wow. And, and that, just, um, go ahead. They're just amazing people there. We we there have to are. give snaps to the, the Coastal Chamber because they are who introduced us. That's right. That's right. I Sometimes I forget how I make my connections. And 
Um, I love our Chamber of Commerce, and I would say to anybody listening, you know, we happen to live where we can belong to the same uh, LAX Coastal Chamber, but, you know, there are Chamber Conference, uh, you know, com- Chamber of Commerce across our country. Just like I'm a Rotarian and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, you need to come speak to our Rotary meeting. And now that everything's on Zoom, you don't even have to live in Playa Vista to to be part of that. And I think that that's, you know, you, you mentioned purpose, and I think that I don't even think you can get over to goals unless you have a sense of your own personal purpose. So I would say to piggyback on what you've been talking about, and I love what you've been talking about, is, boy, you better know your purpose. Otherwise, how are you ever going to get to your goals? And I think that that, that's pretty important as well for, you know, people come to their purposes in in many, many ways. And um, and the fact that you are the goal whisperer, I just love that. I think that is, you should use that. I, I just think that that is so perfect. I just have just so, so enjoyed this. My Mondays are always so special because of the incredible guests that I have every week. This is this has been such a pleasure, truly. Uh, it's for me as well. I mean, I could definitely see we could do like three hours on this, but I don't think that would probably. No, it wouldn't. I was just gushing about how much we love gold, but the 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 purpose is the key. But give yourself the gift of figuring out what your purpose is, what your dreams are, what your goals are. If you do that work up front, and it shouldn't be work; it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you do that exploration then you will see how much easier things fall into place when you have that focal point. It's amazing. It, it certainly is. And it's, and frankly, it's what allows you to be so productive. I, I marvel at your productivity of all the different things that you do. I, I, it's, it's impressive. And it's also, not only is it impressive, but it, it's encouraging. And I find that the other part, you know, you're not out to impress anybody. And I don't mean that. I mean that in, in a way that says your goal is what you said when the, almost at the very beginning. It's to serve and help people. And clearly your background takes us in that direction. So I've this hour has flown by and many guests return. So, you know, maybe six months from now when we're out and about or whatever, when that new book comes out that you didn't talk about that I don't know if you're writing, um, we'll have to visit again and see where where you are. But for for today, I just hope that everyone listening has been able to take some notes and I will try to include those takeaways in my follow-up post, Deborah, so that people will, you know, um, have some information. And I just want to thank you so very much for for your time today. It's just been sensational. Well, and thank <sighs> you so much for for inviting me. I enjoyed this conversation thoroughly. So thank you so much. And everyone who is listening, remember my rule: please connect with me because. Your connection is your community, and that helps you make the right future. You bet. What a great closing. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful week. Be safe out there, and we'll see you next week. Bye for now.